Good evening, it's 8.40. Tonight we're going to be learning Maseches. Uh, what are we learning? <laughs> Tonight we're going to be learning Maseches Shwelem, Daf uh, Yud, and as well Daf Yud Aleph. We're a little bit down on Yud, but we're going to finish all the way to the bottom of Yud Aleph on the base. Mark all the way to the end of the page. You should be very happy. However, we have Marev in 50 minutes, so we uh, we need to, to start moving along. We're going to get started almost halfway down in Yud Aleph at the two dots. Our Mishnah had written the Mishnah from the bottom of Testament Beis at the beginning of the Parak of Parak Chuma. The Mishnah wrote in here in the two dots middle of Yudam and Aleph, Haomer lechem elechem atzibor. So we spoke about that in our Mishnah. And says the Gemara after the parentheses, Taman Tanina. We're going to see three cases right now, three similar cases, all of which seem to be like the Shita of Reb Yishmael. And then we're going to see if that holds water. Taman Tanina, we have a Mishnah that writes, Everything has to come from Eretz Yisrael, Umin and even from Chutzarts. From new flower and from uh, old flower, where in between those two times, of course, is the Korban Ha'omer. However, when it comes to the Korban Ha'omer and the Shtei that can only uh, be brought from Chadash and it can only be brought, brought from Eretz Yisrael. Uh, he says that this must be like the sheet of Rabbi Shmuel. You're not allowed to bring. This, this korban from Syria. So where else must it be from? It must be that it's from Eretz Yisrael. Syria, Syria is very close to Eretz Yisrael. So that was a land that was very close with him. He can't even bring it from there. So that must be like Rabbi Shmuel. Here's case number two. Two-thirds of the way down on uh, Yudam and Aleph. Taman Tanina Neser Kedusha. Same with Mishnah, the right so there's 10 levels of Kedusha in Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael, Mikudesh, Mikol HaRatzos. And, and uh, the Eretz Yisrael is holier than the other land. Tumahik Tusha. So what is its sanctity? Shemivin Mimen HaOmer Babikur Vishtei Alechem. Mashein Mivin Ken Mikol HaRatzos. We see another Mishnah from the Mishnah of 10 Kedusha to Eretz Yisrael that indicates that there's something unique about it, and that is uh, the Korban HaOmer and the Bikurim, that it only and Shtei Alechem, that it only comes from Eretz Yisrael. And again, Rav Chia or Rav Chuna, B'Shem Rabbi Yirmiya to Rabbi Shmali. This as well is like the sheet of Rabbi Shmali. What does he say to Rabbi Shmali Omer for the second time today? In Omer Bamina Surya, that you can't even bring these korbanas from Syria. It must be that this price is also like the sheet of Rabbi Shmali. Case number three. Taman Tanina Rabbi Shmali Omer, Macharish Rishus, Af Hatsir Rishus. On Shabbos, we say that on Shabbos, when is Choresh and Kotzer Aser? Even when you don't need it, it's going to be Aser. What if it's a mitzvah? Right? If I want to go outside and just do Choresh, Pasha, that that's Aser. Why would I be doing it? Just because I want to. What if that would be a mitzvah? So says the Gemara, Yotza Ktsir HaOmer, Shehu Mitzvah. Maybe we'd say that the Ktsir HaOmer should be done even on Shabbos. Rabbi Shmuel Kedaite, and this would be like Rabbi Shmuel as well. Rabbi Shmuel De Omar, Ein HaOmer Ba Min HaSurya. He says that it has to be from Eretz Yisrael, can't be from out of town. And Kedaite as well, Damar Yotza Ktsir HaOmer, Shehu Mitzvah. So we see that all three of these things are like the Shita of in our Mishnah, the bottom of Testament Beis, it said that the the people who were watching the growths during the Shemitah year to make sure that they were insignificant, so those people can take money from the Trumas Alishka, from the coins that were inside of the Lishka, of the storage house, of the treasury. Who is that? It must be Rabbi Shmohi. So it says the Gemara, after everything we've seen, it sounds reasonable to say that it's an Eretz Yisrael type of din, just like Rabbi Shmuel said three times on this page that it can't be from uh, from Syria. So it says the Gemara, This really could be according to everyone. Uh, if you couldn't find the Omer and the Shtei Halechem, then fine. Then you can use even the small growth that happened in Eretz Yisrael. So maybe we uproot this whole Havamina. That when Rabbi Shmuel said that you can't bring from Syria, maybe that's uh, only if you can't find in Syria, then you can't, then you can't, you're, you should, then you can bring from there. Otherwise, you can bring from Eretz Yisrael. So the Gemara undoes this with. With this answer of Rabbi Yosa, that maybe it is Divrei Hakol. 
asks the Gemara in regards to the Omer, which we know has to be planted in Eretz Yisrael, Ahein Omer Mahu Can you plant it lechatchila in a shemitah year to do so? Says the Gemara, that doesn't make sense. Rabbi Barada Kume Rabmana. Barada asks this question in front of Rabmana. Lo This is similar to a case where you have extra flour that was the shirayim of a korban, which you cannot use for another one because they're not edible. So if that's the case, that they're not edible. So says the Gemara, then of course, that should be the, tr- the truth here. You can't eat this food because it's, it's Shviz. So says the Gemara, I'm really, don't worry. This is one of the exceptions to the rule. That yes, it is technically, uh, it shouldn't be allowed, but we are we have a Kula here in regards to the Korban HaOmer. This is one of the leniencies. And of course, we are ex- explicit about this, that it would be one of the leniencies. Uh, next case, Ketar Huose. In our Mishnah, we said that, that we pay the Shomrim of the Sviche Shviz. We pay them with money from the Truma. How do we pay them? Can you give Kodesh coins to a worker? It's Kodesh coins. They're, they're hectic. How do we how do we work that out? So says the Gemara, 10 lines or so from the bottom of Yudamad Aleph, no minashulchan. You're right. We need to borrow money from an outsider, from money that's not yet chulin, because the Korban HaOmer had not yet been brought. So you're not actually buying from them that which is the Omer. Then you could be a Maktish, the, uh, the sanctity of the coins onto the Omer, onto the grains, and then you can give the coins over to the Balabakan. That's fine. However, here, before the Korban HaOmer, you have to pay in advance. You're going to have to make sure to pay. So says the Gemara, so what should you do? So you borrow money that's not hektish. The nosim, the kotrin, and the shomer, not shil, you krava omer. And you give it over to the workers because up until that point, the Korban HaOmer hadn't been brought. Once the Korban HaOmer had been brought, and then once it has been brought to then, we're maktish the coins. We take the coins, which are hektish, excuse me, and we're maktish the grains. And now the coins no longer have a hektish status. Then we can give those coins to the workers and that works out perfectly fine. We give those coins back to the lender who lent the money. The Tavos came, says the Gemara. This is a good idea. Skip the parentheses. Says the Gemara, seven lines from the bottom. He gives a different answer. He says, no, you don't have to do this whole uh, roundabout way to pay them. The, the whole nature of this money. Everyone knows this line item in the budget of, let's say, 100 shekel, whatever it was for the, for the grains, for the Korban Omer. It's earmarked funds. It doesn't have a hectic status. It's understood that the money that's going to be given to these workers for the grains for the Corbin Omer is going to be specific and specified, and therefore you don't have to go through this roundabout way. And the same exact machlokas of whether or not we have to go the roundabout way or the direct way is found in the following brisa. Tana, the brisa writes, Ah, the pisre avonim came. The same is true by those who are the stone workers for the mikdash. Kate said, How would we pay them? So, approach number one is like we saw above. No, you borrow money from an outsider, but also the chotzman and satatin. Chotzman and satatin are people who do special types of craftsmanship with stones. Until they make their first line, their first row. They, get, they were getting paid by the row. They put in, like, if you can imagine, the Kosalamarabi, the first major row of bricks at the bottom, then they got paid. Next major row, then they got paid. So once that happened, once they already put down the first layer, then maybe most, so approach number one is that even by the stone workers, you do the same roundabout way to make sure that they got paid in a way that the hectish money wasn't given over as hectish directly to regular people, but know that it was it made the stones Kodesh first, and then the coins no longer had the status, and then we gave over the coins to the people, and then everything was fine. But Rabbi Yossi, just like we saw before, approach number two, Rabbi Yossi, Be'er Rabbi Bon, B'Shem Shmuel, he says, no, everything is understood. People knew from the beginning this was earmarked money, nothing to worry about, everything is good, and you don't have to go the roundabout way. And that brings us to the top of Dav Yud, Amud Beis. And there we have a Halacha Beis and a Mishnah there. We're going to be uh, analyzing more the budget 
um, of how the money was spent from the Beis HaMikdash. There were a lot of different uh, line items where money was being spent from. And this Mishnah will dig in a little bit more in, in quite some detail. Uh, this Mishnah is about a little bit more than a quarter of the page. Let's get started. Para, the Para Aduma, Viser Mishtaleach, the animal that would be sent in the para aduma, in the fire, when the animal was burning, we used to throw in some, some wool. And that uh, little piece of wool was also part of this list. These three things, they came from the coin boxes in the lishka. What about the kevesh para of a kevesh sermishtalech? What about the ramps? They used to walk the animals from a special place outside the mikdash on a ramp into the mikdash, and they wanted to make sure that it wouldn't become tummy to minimize the chances of it becoming tummy. They walked it on a ramp, and we'll see later today that the ramp had, ramps had very tall walls, so it, it, it stayed tahor. That, that was the whole goal. So that, and the ser also for that, the ramp for that animal, the lashon shebein karnav, and for the wool that would be between the the horns of the Sir Lazazel that would be thrown off a cliff, and money that was used to support the water system. This is talking about the walls that surround Yerushalayim, even the walls that we know of. When you walk up to the old city and you see the walls, it came from this fund. All the needs of the city, not from the true Masalishka, not from the direct coins, but from the coins that were the overflow coins, the ones that never made it into the box. Uh, the actual ramp for the para. Kohanim Dolom Osin Mishal Atzma will see a possibly disturbing story in the Gemara. Certainly, I'm not in the Havamin, it's disturbing. The, the Seifa is not so bad, but the Havamin is bad about the intentions of the Kohanim in building their own ramps. Was it to outdo the previous coin Gadol? We'll see. For the rest of the Mishnah, we're going to see a whole host of cheetahs and different line items in the budget of, of what uh, was paid for and from which bank account. If there was any money left over from the overflow coins in the Lishka, what would be used for those coins? You could buy wines, oils, and flowers. And you're allowed to sell them. You get your own little eBay account, an Amazon account. You can go sell it. No problem at all. You can make money for the base of Mikdash. It's a, it's a great way to make money. That's Divi Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Akiva says, absolutely not. You're not allowed to take something that's hectish and sell it to make more money. And, says the Gemara, this is a real Shiloh in the post game. Are you allowed to take money that was donated by a, an individual, a foundation, whatever it is, and invest it to increase the volume of money that you have to give to poor people? So it says the Gemara, you're not allowed to invest money that was given for Anim. That sounds counterintuitive in a way. If you could find a way to make the money work, you should. So we'll see later in the Gemara, Heter for this, and a, a beautiful quote from the Shulchan Aruch, about pen, not, not in print, uh, no time, but um, we will see a, a wonderful idea that comes off of this Gemara. Let's continue. Mosar ha truma mahayu osinba. What if there was extra actual truma coins? That is for rikuezav tipui, the base Kodesh HaKodesh, and that was used to build the, the hammered uh, gold of the walls that was in the Kodesh HaKodesh. But Mishmal Omer, Mosar HaPeiros, Kayetz HaMizbech, if there were extra fruits, we'll see that not everybody agreed with this. We'll see in this Mishnah that not, not everyone agreed that there was a thing called Mosar HaPeiros. But for those, if there were Mosar HaPeiros, Rabbi Shmuel says they can be used for Kayetz HaMizbech. Kayetz HaMizbech is a phrase that refers to the fact that when the, when the Mizbech was not being utilized, they would take an animal and they would do the do more hakravos. they do more. We, we didn't want the, the Mizbech to be empty of animals. If there was a time that it was empty, we'd go to this fund, the Mosar Peros fund, according to Bishmol, we'd take that money and we would burn another korban. Mosar Truma, he held differently than the Tanakama. Mosar Truma, the Klishares, that the Mosar Truma, the extra coins from the Truma, from the from the buckets inside the Lishka, those would be used to build the Klishares. So Kiva Omer, um, I disagree with you. The Ketzim Izbech isn't from Mozart Paris. He says it's from Mozart Chuma. And Mozart Nesachim, extras from the wines, that's the Klisharis. Anyone know where that's from? Rebchanan Yaskan Kohanim? Huh? And? 
I think it was uh, some daf yoches and then in Pesachim, in Erevin, some very hard to get with his name. I just remember. It was Erevin, no? It was Erevin. <laughs> Is that what it says on the side? I don't know. I just remember it's like on the days. It's unbelievable. Photographic. So what does Rav Chinin Eskan Kohanim say? He says, no, I have a different answer than even Rav Yakiva. Most are nechassim, excuse me, kids Mizbech. He says, no, the most are nechassim, the extras from the wines, that would be for the extra korbanas on the Mizbech. Most are chuma the klisharis, and the extras from the chuma would be uh, for klisharis. And zevezeh, a reference to Rav Yakiva and Rav Chananya Eskan Kohanim, zevezeh, lo hayumodim beperos, they did not say that there were extras from the peros that were used at all. So only Rabbi Shmuel held that there was a concept called Moser Aperos. Let's get into the Gemara, Kevesh Para. They would build a ramp for the Para. Duma Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachman B'Shem Rabbi Yonasan Gimel Lashonosim. A reference not to the Para really, but to another part of our Mishnah on the top line where it says Velachon Shel Zahoris. There's three types of wool that were used. There was Shel Seir for the Sir Mishalech B'Sela. That was with one amount, one weight. Shel Mitzora B'Shekel, and for a person who was a Mitzora, he would need the the wool as well, but B'Shekel and Shel Para, and for the Para Duma B'Shteislam. However, there's a Machlok that's on that last one, Rabbi. From that city, and Rabbi Ba Bar Zavda B'Shem Rabbi Shimon Ben Chalafta Shel Par B'Shtei Slime Umechta was a little bit more, it was two and a half slime. The Eastim Afkin Lishna Be'Asarazuz. It's not a different amount, just a, just speaking in a different uh, different coinage, but it's the same currency, which is that it was ten zuz. Skip the parentheses. Rabbi Yehuda B'Shem Rabbi Shmuel Talmidei Chachamim Hamalam Denes Hakohanim. What about the educators who taught the Kohanim Halach Hilchos Shchita Hilchos Kabbalah Hilchos Zrika? They taught them all the Halachos. Where do they get paid from? Says the Gemara halfway down in Yudam Midbeis Nolan Scharon Mitzumas Halishka. They got paid from the actual box of coins in the Lishka. Rabbi Yitzchak Bar Radifa B'Shem Rabbi Imi Mivkere Move Mekachim. The ones who were to check that there were no moves. Nolan Scharon Mitzumas Halishka. They got from the same box. Rabbi Acha Bar Rabbi Acha and Rabbi Tanchum Bar. Or, as you see on the side, Sefer Ezra, the Sifre Torah. Who were the ones who were looking at the Sifre Torah to make sure they were kosher? Nolan Schar from the same box, the people who were in charge of, uh, of being a Dayanim for Gzelos, Nolan Schar, Mitrumas Alishka. What's the problem with this phrase? Dayanim for Gzelos, you need three. So, wow, what is it? You can't pass in Mominus with less than three. And Nefashas are 23. So, what is this? So the, the Mephoshim explained, it's not about Gzela Mamish. It's to make sure that the system of fines and consequences, the financial, the fiscal consequences of the community, however they were running things in the Mikdash, that was done by two different people. And how did they get paid? Notland Schar, Mitra same box as well. Shmuel Amar, what about Noshem HaOrgos Beparoches? You have women who were experts in the Ariga, in the weaving of the Paroches. How did they get paid? That's a Machlokes. Notland Schar, Mitra Masalishka, they get paid from there, from the Lishka itself. However, Rabbi Chuna Omer, Mitra Masalishka, from a different line item in the budget, from the Bedekabais fund. What's the machlokes between them? Machlokes is Shmuel avad la korban. Shmuel who says that she takes from the truma salishka. This has the same halachic status of a korban. Just interesting to think about it that way. The paroches is that like something that is decorative? It's not decorative. According to Shmuel, it's the same thing as a korban. So you're taking the money from the same place as you would the korban, which is the truma salishka. That's a very powerful concept for the paroches. Rav Huna. And he says, no, that this is part of the building. And because it's part of the building, you can't take from the Trumas Alishka, you have to take from the Bedekabais. When you're building a building, you take from the Bedekabais from, when you're taking it for a korban, you take it from the Trumas Alishka fund. So you have to know where you're, where you're taking things from. And in order to do that, you have to codify and tag everything. And every uh, in all accounts receivables, there's always these coding systems. What project is it from? I know in the oh, yeah, it's this project, this person, this one's in charge. It all has to be very clear to where the money's going. Fine. Amr of Chizkiyatana Rabbi Yehuda. 
God Gados, that's his name. Haktores v'chol korbanos atzibur v'ayin mitshumas alishka. All of the Haktores and separately the korbanos atzibur, all of them come from mitshumas alishka. Mizbeach hazav v'chol klishares v'ayin mimosar nesachin. That the mizbeach hazav and the klishares. Interesting that it's not bedek abayis. It comes from something else. It comes from the uh, from the mosar nesachin. I didn't see an answer as to why that's the case. Mizbeach ola v'heichal v'hazaros v'ayin mishiyare halishka. That's very interesting. Shiyare halishka. We're going to ask a kasha on that in the Gemara. But the mizbeach ola. And the Heichal and the Azaros, these holy rooms, where do they come from? Shiari Alishka, the Azar, the Heichal comes from Shiari Alishka. Why? Either Perek Avayis or Chumas Alishka, it's either going to be like the Machlokas we just saw above. Do we say that the Parochas, for example, is a Korban or is the Parochas really part of Perek Avayis? So that's why it's unbelievable that the Azara and that the uh, and that the Heichal were made out of Shiaro. There's just the leftovers of the Lishka. However, Chutz Azaros, um, be, uh, uh, the Azaros themselves are buying the Bedekabais. Fine. So asks the Gemara, wait a minute. You just said that these things above are, are buying me Shiyare Halishka. You said that the Mizbech Ola and the Hechal and the Azaros were from the Shiyare Halishka. Well, that can't be. That there's Me'ila there. And how can you say that there's Me'ila by Shiraim? So this is an answer we've seen a few times in this Mestech, the Amr Chia, 10 lines from the bottom on Daf Yudim and Beis. Amr Chia, Klum Amr Meir, El Besoch Shenaso, Vachel Chutzah Shenaso Anon Kayamen. No, that's not necessarily, I'm sorry, I skipped a line. Elokir Meir, the Meir Amar, Mo'alin Bishirayim. The Meir says that, yeah, there is Me'ila Bishirayim, so no problem at all. You could have Me'ila by those stones. And then the Gemara says, Lavdavka, here's answer number two, Amr Chia. No, it's not necessarily that that's the case that uh, we hold like Meir. Klum Amr Meir, El Besoch Shenaso. The only time there's going to be Me'ila is in that year. In what case are we going to be dealing with here, so that doesn't work. You can't say that it's from the Shirayim because what about a year out? So then there's no stones that have any me'ila by them. That's impossible. Of course, there's me'ila by the stones. These are some of the shilohs. Can you stay, can you uh, use the the uh, the mikdash walls to put a little patek in? So if if uh, you know the some some something chips out of it, then that may be me'ila. You got to be careful about that. That still applies today. We're not in the same year, and there's still me'ila, so it can't be from the Shirayim. That's why the Gemara rejects the answer that it's from Meir. And therefore rejects the possibility that it was paid from the Shirai. Eight lines from the bottom. Let's continue. God Ganios, the same person as before, although his name was slightly spelled differently here. Let's say one day you woke up and the Shulchan broke. So can you work in the base of Mikdash that day? The answer is no. There are some things that are ma'akeh. We need to have these things in place. The shulchan, the menorah, and the mizbechos, and the paroches, those are ma'akeh. The things that you wash your hands with, because the kohanim can't walk in without being matahir their yadayim and reglaim. If they're not being matahir their they can't do anything. There's not, that, that's going to be the only thing that's the Yikubah. But if the Shulchan is not there today, you can still bring Korbanos. So that's the Machlokas in the Tanaim. The problem, says the Gemara, is that none of the Amorim learn that way. Says the Gemara, I shouldn't say none, but the ones that presented it, they haven't learned that way. Four lives from the bottom. Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Yossi, Barchanina. Terehon, both of them Amorim, they both said, Kol hein, Anything in the Pasuk, any uh, Kli in the Mikdash, where the word Nochach was used, like by the Menorah, that's Ma'akeb. Or according to some Tzela, Einu Ma'akeb. Where the Tzela Hamishkan. So then that's not Ma'akeb, just the word Nochach is. So Amar Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachman B'Shem Rabbi Yonasan, Afilu Tzela Ma'akeb. Different Shittas and what's uh, what's considered to be the Ikuba. If there's one of these Kalim is missing in the Mikdash, yes, you can bring Korbanos, or no, you can't. So then that's what, what all these Shittas are saying. Last line of Yudam and Beis, turning to the top of Yudam and Aleph. Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachman, 
Uh, the word Vayasem is when it's used in the Torah. All of those are So that doesn't stem with what we said before, because the Machlokas and the Tanayim is either that these uh, four things that are listed are problematic, that if they're missing, you have the Shulchan, the Menor, the Mizbechos, and the Paruches, or according to the Chachamim, that it's only going to be the Kiyor the and the Kano. So which one is it? Because these Amorayim don't seem to be agreeing with those limited two Shitas of the Tanayim. So answers the Gemara, uh, top line, last couple of words on the line. Yura Aleph Amir Aleph Amir Bichanina Kan Be'avodos Shebichnin Kan Be'avodos Shebichutz. They're talking about different things. The Tanaim we're talking about one, and the Amoraim we're talking about another. They're not arguing with each other. They're talking about two different things. Which ones? Which? Take a look at the Korban Eida. Top line, last word on the on, on the first line. Kan Dibra Maschel Kan Be'avodos Shebichnin Sheba La'avod Bifnim Kulam Me'akven. So when all of the Amorim were talking about all their different shitas, that's Avodah um, Bifnim. But when it comes to Avodah Bachutz, the only thing that's Ma'akev outside of the Kodesh, all the regular Kobanos that were brought, those were only going to be uh, limited by the Kiyor and the Kano. Second line, Yeral from Aral, continues the Gemara. There was a terrible thing, a lot of gaiva that was taking place with the Kohanim Gedolim. They'd spend so much money on rebuilding the bridges every time there was a new Kohen Gadol. Remember what we said in our Mishnah? There was a Kevish for the Para, and there was a Kevish for the, uh, what was the second one? And the Kevish for the Sir Mishtalech. So uh, they, uh, they, they have a new, uh, they have a new uh, institution. They decided they're going to have a new Kohen Gadol. Good. He would knock down the building, the, the bridge of the previous coin, and build his own one. So this is a, a huge busha. This is a such a, such gaiva. and they would take out the one that was there. Now one coin gadol would use the same ramp that was used by the previous coin gadol. Ella so sorry, be knock it down, uvono rebuild a rebuild one from scratch. So the Gemara in the name of Rav Hanina. Uh, it's or Hanania, is very, very sorry, wrong person. Yeah, Rav Hanina. Rav Hanina was extremely makbid and very strong language that this was really not right. Why are you wasting all of these funds to rebuild the Kevesh? It's very expensive. Says the Gemara, wait a minute, wait a minute. Six lines down, Yudal Thumadal. Hasi Rav Ula Kume Rav Manav. Rav Ula said in front of Rav Manav, Bahatani, who are we talking about here? Some of these Kohanim, not all of them were Gishmak, but some of them were Gishmak. Shimon Atzadik, Shtei Paros Asa. Uh, he had two paradumas in his uh, in his tenure as a Kohen Gadol because they finished up the ashes from one of them. So they had to build, burn another paraduma. So they did. So what did he do? Loba Kevesh Shehotziyazu. He built another one even within his own tenure for the second paraduma. He became the Kohen Gadol, knocked down the old bridge and built a brand new one for the paraduma. They finished the first paraduma. What did he do? He knocked down the bridge again and built another one for the next paraduma. That's not Gaiva. That's clearly not related to the... Oh, I have to one-up the previous coin Gadol because it was within his own tenure that he built the thing twice. So why would he do that? You're going to say he was such a Baal Gaifa? It doesn't make any sense. Says the Gemara, what actually was the case, it was a Kavod. The reason why they were doing this was a Kavod and they wanted to show that there was a huge Kavod. Some of them were here, right? They want to make sure that Everyone understood that the level of Tara that had to be taken place here was a very, very lofty level. There was, it's so hard for us to imagine, if we were granted, 
he runs on very soon, if we were granted to have a part of doing a base of we would be elated and jumping for joy. But back in the day, it's okay, it's the second paraduma under the tenure of Shimon Atzadeg. No, big deal. So they were so concerned that people were getting a little lax with, with their mindset, with their ashkafas about Tuma Vatar as it relates to the paraduma. So they kept increasing the, the beauty and the expense of this ramp to show the paraduma. It's unbelievable. It's a red carpet, as it were. So that's what the Gemara says. It was on the cover. On this ramp, says the Gemara, about 10 lines down, says the Gemara, Fascinating. So uh, I'm not sure what this means, but they would build up the walls in a way where the Kohanim couldn't look down. They didn't want them to become tumming. What does that, what does that mean? So the most basic understanding is that right now they're kind of blocked, but if they were to look over and there would be a mace underneath them, because then they'd become tumming. So therefore, they built a bridge and such. What there's going to be a mace lying around in the base of Mikdash? Not uh, some of the forshim say it could be uh, other types of tumah. He's going to see something that uh, inappropriate. Still, you're in the makom of Mikdash. Like what, what, what's happening here? So either way, that's what the Gemara says that the walls were built very tall. Two dots, twelve lines or so down, a quarter of the way down on the page of Rabbi Akiva Omer, and we said in our Mishnah that it's not appropriate for one to benefit from. Um, benefit from hektish, and as well, we said the same thing by poor people. So says the Gemara, Ela Imratza. If you are looking for a loophole here, I can give you one. Here's the loophole. If you're willing to take on the the burden of the risk of principle, no problem. That's great. You want to be that guy? You're gonna you're gonna sign your name on the dotted line on the base of Mikdash. That's great. You know, like in organizations, like should we get a credit card? Well, it's got to be tied to someone's. You know, it's got to be tied to someone's social security number. If you're willing to take responsibility, then you can do it. So the same would be true in our, in our Gemara as well. If you're going to be investing in this, you're going to be taking hectish and you're going to be using it to make money. As long as someone is taking responsibility for the loss of principle, no problem. That's totally fine. And says the Gemara, the same would be true by poor people as well. We'll see momentarily. Uh, says the Gemara, there was a case by Barzimina and says the Gemara, he was holding on to something for a yaso, a package for a yaso. He went to go ask Rabbana, can I invest this to make more money for the yaso? Amar le Rav Mana answered the Shabbos fellows in Bais de Hahafsada didach the Adra the Tarbechon Shari. If you're willing to take the risk of the loss of principle while you're investing on behalf of the Yasom, yes, no problem at all. You can share the profits. That's fine too. Not that it all has to go, and this is a little bit of a twist in the Gemara, because here it says the Tarbech on the both of you, but that's not how it was framed initially when the Gemara opened at the two dots here. Nevertheless, it is the case. The Shulchan Aruch here in, in, uh, in, in Yoradea Kuf Samaches Aleph writes that this is a, just such a beautiful sensitivity in the Torah, that when it comes to Isure de Rabbanon of Ribis, they don't apply to a Yasom. That's an unbelievable idea. By a Yasom, there's no dinim of Ribis. If it's to their benefit, then we are allowed to do so. Ayin Shom. Says the Gemara right before the next two dots are Bichia Bar Ada is Prakad Gabe Madal the Yasman Vabi Kane, same exact story again with Rabichia Bar Ada, where he had a package and he uh, that would belong to a Yasam. He had an investment and he was, wanted to invest it and he did. He took fiscal responsibility so that they wouldn't lose any principal. And then in turn, he invested it and made them a little bit of money. Almost halfway down on Yud Aleph Ahmed Aleph, heading toward the uh, uh, heading toward the end of this halacha. Says the Gemara Mosar Haperos. Uh, skip the parentheses, Masnis and Rabbi Shmuel. This sounds like the uh, opinion of Rabbi Shmuel. Uh, the letter Dalit should not be there. And now we're going to see a machlokas in the Amoraim about uh, about our Gemara. 
Rabbi Chia bar Yosef pasar masnisa Mosar peres schar lehektish. Rabbi Chia learned our Mishnah as did Rabbi Yishmael to say that there's schar hektish and Mosar nesachim. He said, "What does Mosar nesachim mean? That means when there's a market fluctuation, zusa revis. Then let's say that when uh, the Beis Hamikdash made a deal with someone that uh, we're going to buy from you, and for uh, for whatever they paid for, they were going to get three sa. Now the market turned to four. Now they have an extra sa that they got for the same dollars. So what do you do with that extra sa? So that's what he says: is that uh, the Mosar nesachim." That would be for the for the saravis. Rav Yochanan pasar masnisa mosar peros zo saravis. No, that's only for the peros. Whereas by the peros, that's where the previous sheet of Reb Chia said that the mosar peros is for schar hektish. Here, Rav Yochanan says that the mosar peros is, is what we said before for zu saravis and mosar nesachin. What's the mosar nesachin? Above, in regards to Rav Chia, the Mosar Nesachim was to give us the Saravis. That can't be the same here because Rav Yochanan says Saravis is something else. That's for Mosar Peros. Says Gemara, Mosar Nesachim, the Beiruts, and that's talking about where there was an overflow of liquid. And because there was an overflow of wine in some of the barrels, what happened with that liquid? So that's what the Gemara says, is that we would make sure that it would be, we would pay for that. Says the Gemara, but how can that be? Why doesn't Rav Chia speak about the Beirutsin in the first sheet that we just saw in the Amorim? Amorim Chizkiah. He does, but not explicitly. It's included in something else. Really, Amar Biruts. And however, he was gonna pay for the for the uh, for the Saravis, he was also gonna pay for the Birutsin from the same fund. So then the Gemara asks a question. We're familiar in the Bavli with the following model. X, then good. But Y, then not so good. So in the Yerushalmi, this is their equivalent model. Aldaite, the language of Aldaite. Aldaite, Rebbechia bar Yosef Nich. I understand the beginning of the Gemara because uh, the sheets of Rebbechia, because Ein Mistakar Mishal Hekta Shaflo Anim, because I understand that there's a machlokas Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva, and Rabbi Akiva is the one who says Ein Mistakar. The Vichach Zevze Lo Hayimodim Beperos, and that's why in our Mishnah it says that Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Chananya. Gana Kohanim did not include Mosar Peros. They would not have even been privy to this machlokas that we would have between Rebbechia. And um, and Rav Yochanan, that makes sense. But Al Daited Rav Yochanan Kasha ten lines before the end of the parak. That doesn't make sense. Going to Rav Yochanan, why not? Because Vataninan Amdu Migimel Yisbak Bedalev. When there's a market fluctuation and uh, you're getting more, so that seems to be that according to everyone, you're allowed to keep it. That's excess. So that should be that it's schar hektish. And our Mishnah, Rabbi Shmuel, said that that's allowed. And Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Akiva said it's not allowed. But here it said stop. So seemingly you are allowed to get schar hektish because that's exactly what it says here in this brisa. And as well, but in our Mishnah, it says they were not modem in So which one is it? Can't have it both ways. It seemed that this, this Mishnah was stopped. So there's no reason why we should say that Rabbi, uh, there's no reason why should, we should say that you cannot get schar hektish. So it says the Gemara, you're right. We they didn't agree, uh, they didn't agree in regards to peros as it relates to kaitz uh, There they did not say that you could bring extra korbanos kaitz the extra korbanos that were brought on mizbeach. They did, however, agree in regards to klisharis that there could be those financial gains, and that's what they refer to in our mishnah as peros ad kedon. What is the halacha in regards to? The birutzeit to the wine, birutzeit tzibor. Halacha is it? Yes, it, the the wine can be utilized. Uh, the spillover wine, whether it's from the tzibor, even if it comes from an individual. So this, the Gemara says, is problematic. How can that be that you're going to build a klishar from the birutzeit yachid? I'm an individual. How can I give a gift? We don't do that. We have to give. Gen- we have to take it from the general fund, not from a specific individual. Says the Gemara, by Michel Yachid. How can it be that you have a cliche? It's going to made, be made from a from a gift from a Yachid that's not allowed. Says the Gemara, like a Mishnah that we saw yesterday, quoted in the Gemara, a woman who makes garments for her son who is a Kohen. That's fine. She has to just be selfless about it. It can't be that it's uh, earmarked for her son. It could be used by any Kohen. 
That has to be the case. It has to be a pure gift. Up until now, you said that this is true by with, with uh, liquid with wine that spill over. And maybe it would also be like Let's see, is that true? The Mishnah writes, excuse me. If there's wine that was sanctified in a cleave, so you have the wine, it's ready to go for the Nisim for a korban, and it's already in there, and then the korban is found to be puzzle. If there's another korban, you're allowed to spill it. You're allowed to use it for that korban. And if not, then it would have to be Yufsilubalina. We would have to leave it out until it gets bad. And that goes to show you that uh, the when uh, the wine would become Yavish, when it would dry out and congeal, that it would still be considered Pasal. And therefore, it is not the same halacha for Birutse Lach to Birutse Yavish. Birutse Lach is included in the din. Birutse Yavish is not included in the din. That brings us to halacha Gimel, eight or nine lines from the bottom of Dapyud Aleph, Amad Aleph. Let us continue. What about Mosar Haktoras, extra uh, extra spices that were left over? Mahau Yosimba. So the halacha is said, stated in the Mishnah. They would uh, use this in a way to pay people, to pay the umnen, to pay the people who were experts at making the Torahs. We'll see who those families are shortly. And they would uh, uh, basically find a way to pay them. We'll see that there's a flaw in this. And they would get paid with the with the spices that were a lot of money, and then they got the spices in their hand, and then we would buy them back. And we would then rebuy the spices with the money that we brought in after Aleph Nisan to be used for the next year. It was just a, it was a, again, a loophole system on a way to, that we could pay the people who made the Ktores and still not lose any of the actual Ktores spices because it was a, it was a, it was a Kiddush to make it and they'd have to pay more money to have made, made more. They just wanted to come up with this loophole system to be able to pay people. Um, but again, we have to make sure our bigger concern here is about hectish. You're not allowed to take hectish money and just throw it around. It has to be done in a way where it's where it's going to be deconsecrated and put onto a coin, which, and then, yeah, then you can pay them. But we have to, it has to be, it has to be fluid. If all the money came in time, then we, they would pay with new funds. Then But if not, they were then able to buy back the, the Torahs, even with old funds. We're not going to focus on this line today, but that is uh, the end of the Mishnah. Three lines from the bottom. Says the Gemara, wait a minute. Below Nimtza hektish hektish. You have hektish being mischalalalan hektish. How can you do that? Our Mishnah doesn't seem to make any sense. You have Torah's money and it's being bought back with uh, with money from the Truma Salishka. How does all of that even work? So Kate Tsaro says, says the Gemara, Gemara, you're right. maybe al We should actually first be machalal the money onto a building, not a holy building, but a non-holy building in Yerushalayim. A building that was built, but uh, that the that the mikdash owns, but is not hektish. And then turning to the top of Yeral from a base, you made the and mechalal and and then you bring the ktores, and then you would transfer the kedusha. Then we would give those coins and then we would give the ktores to them, and then we would buy it back from them. Now those coins that we initially flipped from the kedusha of the ktores onto the coins, what do we do with those in, at the end of the day? Osan hamawas That's what the rishonim say is going on here. Says the Gemara, Rebbe Omer, Omer Ani, if this should sound familiar, Rebbe is uh, notorious. This is his like signature comment. Rebbe Omer, Omer Ani, um, we've seen this a few times in Shas already, that these families of the Garmo family and the Aptinas family, they were the experts in the Pitum Haktores and in, as well in, in making the Lechem Hapanim.
That's only if they already owed money already from the previous year. So it says the Gemara, this name is going to be important. So let's see who's asking the question. Let's see who answers it. What if they, we didn't owe them any money? What if the Kohanim, the, what if the people who made the Torahs were not owed any money at that time? So then, so the same person asked the question and his Talmud quoted him back. So Rabbi Chia asked the question, Rabbi Chia Barba, and then uh, Rabbi Ba, in the name of Rabbi Chia, answered the question, B'Shem Rabbi Yossi, with these coins, what should you do? You should put more korbanos on the Mizbech. Rabbi Ba Bar Kohen, Ba Kumi Rabbi Yossa, he was standing in front of Rabbi Yossa, he said, he must have switched his mind. Why? Because he became he went from being the questioner to being the answerer, says the Gemara, over there, there he was asking a question. Over here, he seems to have the answer that it's the Kaitsa Mizbech to put more animals on top of the Mizbech. But that doesn't seem to make any sense. So it says the Gemara, don't worry. What he was unsure about, what he was normally means need, but here we're translating it in a little bit in a loose fashion. That which he was asking about in, re- in regards to these coins was only talking about a klishar. Would it work for that? There he wasn't sure. But what was pasha to him was that it certainly could be used like a bekaitz but you could use these coins to put more korbanos on top of the mizbech because after all, the is palgun pitma bechulin. They have a separate argument in the uh, Tanah, in the Amorayim, excuse me, about whether or not the um, the Pitmak Torahs, whether or not when the Torahs was being made, if it could be made with a device that itself isn't a klisharis, it's just a regular kli. Can it be made with the chulen? So that's a machloket. It says the Gemara, one-third of the way down, Yudalaf from Medbez. Rabbi Yossi, Bey Rabbi Hanina, Amar Psula. That does not work. It has to be that the Pitmak Torahs is done with a holy vessel. And now let's dig into both of these shitas. Again, the machlokas is, can you make the pitumak torahs? Can you be mafatim the torahs? Can you add all the spices together and grind them up in a device that's chulin, or does it have to be a device that's that's kodesh? So shita number one is that if you make it in something chulin, it's psula. That's Rabbi Yossi Be'er Chanina, who seems to say that it has to be done b'ktusha. Rabbi Shavon Levi says, Ksher, that it doesn't have to be made in a, in a kadosh klit. It can be made in any kind of klit. Says the Gemara, my time of the Rabbi Yossi Be'er Chanina, who says that it's kodesh. He looks at the puzzle, kodeshu, kodeshi, and what is the drasha? Shete, have you also be kodesh? When you make it, it should be holy. Mashain came halfway down, Yadal from the base, my time to Rishub and Levi. Why does he say that it doesn't have to be uh, made in a holy cleat? Why can't it just be made in a regular cleat? Says the Gemara, because Kodeshi, Shatei Truma Salishka, not that the making of the item of the tomb of the Torah has to be done in a way that's Kodesh, but the, the money has to be, it has to be purchased with Hektish. The Kodeshi is about Hektish, not about how you make it. That's just Machlok at Samar, right? Amar Rabbi Bey Rabbi Bon, Asad Rabbi Yossi Ben Chanina Kishmo, Rabbi Yossi Ben Chanina, who says that there's a Kedusha Shabo, that when the Torah is being made, it has to be made in a holy vessel. That's like Shmuel. Ud Rabbi Yosheb and Levi, Rabbi Yochanan. And Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, who says that it can be made even in a non-holy vessel, that's like Rabbi Yochanan. And let's play this out. The Taninan, there's a Mishnah. Listen to this. Hamaktish nechasov, someone who dedicates his private items to the Mikdash, and in there you had things that could be used for the Korbanos HaTzibor. What's the din? Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Torahs. You, you can use it to make the Torahs. So if I go into my kitchen and I donate a whole host of spices and one of them works perfectly for the Torahs, you can use that 
So that goes to show you that um, that mine chasim, which are not kodesh, can be used for. That means it doesn't have to be holy. That's a very good argument. And if that's the case, how does the other shita respond? How would the shita that say that it has to be holy respond? So Amr How would they say? No, the people who donated that was beuman Michelle based abtina That's different. That that came from somebody who was themselves an expert and they made a big tucha. So you can't bring a rhyme from there. Let's go back to our descriptions of this machlokas and the comparisons to Shmuel. Ud who was strict and said that it would be psula if you would have made the ktores in a non-holy vessel. He said it would have been us just like Shmuel to Amarav Huna, Vashem Shmuel, Machteshes, Asu Osak, Klishares, the Kadesh, the Kodesh. That it's Mamish holy directly. Shmuel says it's black on white. So Amarav Yosi, Bey, Rabbi Bon, Amra, Rev Huna, Kumi, Rev Yosi, Dabar, Shekadosh, Klishares, Nifte. That's a big problem. You're allowed to be nifta. You're allowed to be poda klishares. How can you do that if it's holy? It must be that it's really not so holy. So Amar Lei Velo Shmueli. This is really the sheet of Shmuel after all. Even though it's true that Shmuel is really makbed that there, that it needs to be made bekdusha. However, the Shmuel Amar Kal Hu We. It's true that when you make the ktoras, it has to be done right. However, when there's leftovers, when there's Mosar Haktores, that can be poda, that can be traded out. Kalhu Bamosri is more lenient there. And there we have a machlokas as well about can you be lenient with the leftovers? Let's see. Ten lines before the bottom of the page, let's say there were extra animals that were left over by the end of the year. Shmuel Amar Niftin Kitzmimim. What Shmuel says they can be poda. Uh, like Tamimin, Rabbi Yochanan, Amar, Niftim, Kipsulei, Amukdashin. And so there's a machlokas there. So what do we see? We see that Shmuel is lenient, that they can be Niftim, Kitzmimin. What about Hosiris, Irm, other animals that are left over? I'll die to the Shmuel. Im Ola, Niftes, Lokolchkin, Chatas. According to Shmuel, we'd say if an Ola can be Niftes, like we just saw above, so would we then also, wouldn't we for sure say that by a Chatas? Of course we should. Says the Gemara, I'll die to the Rabbi Yochanan. Within the opinion of Rabbi Yochanan, Amr, Ibzeira, Yiru, they, they should... Uh, uh, within the sheets of Rav Yochanan, who's more strict on this, as we saw just two lines ago, where he says they're kibsuli amukdash and yiru, they should go out and they should graze until they form a blemish and then they can be sold. What would we do with it with these animals? They can be used to be put on the mizbeach um, when they're just extra animals. All the extras can be used in the kaitzah Says Gemara, how can you do that? You have a korban chatas. Just for kicks, you can go put it up as, as an olam. You're not allowed to do that. That's a different level of kedusha. How can you just take a chatas and make it an olam? So the Gemara says, this is a big yesod in Korbanos. Amar of Yosa, Shanyahi, this is different. There's a difference between a korban sibor and a korban yachid. By a korban sibor, the only time that that animal is actually nikba in halacha, that it has a status of a chatas, is when it's brought by a private person. But when it's being brought by a tzibor, for the tzibor, the animal is not nikba, it doesn't have a status until it's brought. Yeah, it was put in the in the, in the the corral for animals that were supposed to be for a chatas, for the tzibor. But until it's brought as a chatas for the tzibor, it's not a chatas for the tzibor, it's just an animal. Then we can trade it over to be a, to be an ola. However, had it been that of a private person, you're absolutely correct. It was earmarked to be a, the private um so one person, you cannot bring it as an Ola. Last line for today to bring us to the bottom of Yeralafamas. No, even if you don't say that there's a special din by Korbanos at Zibor, that they're not Nikba until the time that they actually bring their Korban and therefore you can bring an Ola, okay. But here it doesn't make a difference because there's a Tanai Bezdin that any extra animals would then go as Mosar. They would be extra Sheikh Olos that they can be brought as an Ola, even if they were initially brought as a Chatas. Um, and that brings us to a close for the evening. Is it Thursday? So Shabbos, uh, yes, thank you. So Shabbos, uh, we're going to learn um, Yud Bez and Yud Gimel Amadalek. And Amir Tashem, the same. We'll, I'm going to see how far I can get these very big blood as we move along. Uh, but uh, I think that's a wrap.
Wishing you all a beautiful night. Uh, and even our shops and our Sundays.